you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Manfulness Podcast. I hope you, wherever you are in the world, that you are doing well. I'm recording this podcast actually today from the gym, and you're not going to believe it, but this is the third time that I have recorded this podcast. Uh, The first time I accidentally deleted it, and then the second time the audio was so crap that I just couldn't use it. And my good friends at Bambi Media so lovely politely said listen hey i think you need to re-record it so i'm yeah recording this for the third time around so hopefully it will be just as fire as i felt the others were but that's okay you know you sometimes you just got to let go of these things so i'm recording this from our gym in melbourne and there is no one here at this gym we're in total lockdown and shutdown our entire business has closed um, in terms of the gym and me and Erica have basically mainly been operating from our home, which, to be honest with you, has actually been for me quite enjoyable. It's been a very big change. I'm used to getting up at five o'clock in the morning and getting down to the gym and, you know, running sessions and consultations for clients. And please don't get me wrong. I love what I do. I love being a personal trainer and a coach. And, you know, I, I guess I'm, I'm appreciating it even more now so that I can't do it, you know. You know how you get to certain times in your life and you're doing whatever job you're doing and you're like oh it's too hard I'm over it and then you have this kind of extended breaks I think that's why holidays are great you have this extended break and you really appreciate what you actually do and so I'm definitely appreciating being a personal trainer but also very much enjoying being at home and slowing things down a little bit going to bed a little bit later sleeping in it's really enjoyable and for those that don't really know me that well I am a bit of a homebody I do love being at home I love being with my family. I'm a Cancerian, so from a horoscope perspective, you know, we are very much homebodies, and I definitely display that as a Cancer. Even though, don't get me wrong, I love to be out and party, and I love the company of others. I do need uh, my man cave time or my quiet time to be fully fulfilled, while my wife is, is quite the opposite. But even for her, she's been slowing down quite a bit. And we've been, you know, been working as well. It's not like we've been doing nothing. We've had to turn our entire businesses into online. The gym has gone online and I've got all my staff um, at home, working from home, checking on our clients, writing new programs, checking their nutrition, doing online training. We've been doing online meditations from our Instagram, if you've been checking it out. So it's been a big, huge change in our life. And I've been really proud of ourselves and how quickly we've been able to change things around and just get on with things. Erica has also had to cancel all her live events and has moved everything totally to be online or focus more online. And we took a lot of big steps, you know, many years ago where we really looked at the products that we wanted to bring online and the people that we wanted to impact. And online was already a very big aspect of it, which we worked on. So I feel like we were a little bit ahead of the game. Um, even with our online programs for our gym, we, we had that up and running a year ago. And it's just as this happened, as lockdown happened, we just had to up up that and ramp it up straight away and get it online and, and finish it off as quick as we could. So for me, a lot of this has been quite 
enjoyable. I, I really like it. I, write, I like slowing down. I like uh, having to change things up a little bit and go online. That's not to say that I haven't been feeling moments of anxiety and moments of worry about when this will stop or when this will end and when things will change. And I think that's normal. I think all of us uh, maybe have our moments of going, this is good and we're enjoying this, and then moments where it does become a little bit too overwhelming and it becomes hard and it becomes uncertain. And, you know, if you have kids, you know, sometimes they can wear you down as well. And I had this conversation with Erica yesterday. You know, it, I also find it hard to explain to these little ones what's really going on. It's hard to explain to children that they can't go play with other kids or they can't go to the playground or, you know, they can't go to school and they have to stay indoors. And I, I think it's very difficult for them. And I, I try to do my best to explain to them the truth. I try not to lie. Even though I think maybe they don't understand fully, I, I feel like at some point they will or, or some parts they're taking in. So I try to be really honest and just say, look, you know, a lot of people are sick right now and we're trying to make sure that people you know, stay well and, and don't get too sick. So we're just going to stay home and be mindful of other people. And, you know, so and you have to constantly remind them of that and they remember and they forget what you've said and they have a, their little tantrums and hissy fits. And But overall, I think they're doing really well. Well, my kid's definitely in, in the environment as it is and they've been very understanding. And, you know, I guess we've also tried to be as open and understanding with them and their emotions and trying to help them process it as best we can. Today, though, I really wanted to talk about couples and communication because I think right now it is something that is so important. In fact, if it's not the most important thing, and I can even share with you an experience that me and Erica had because, you know, as things have rapidly changed, our dynamic in terms of work and parenting and everything else has also changed. And so before we knew it, we were operating from home and she's moving online and, you know, we're, we've got the kids at home. So a lot has changed f f very quickly. And I'm not going to lie, for the first few days of that, there was a little bit of resentment and animosity between the two of us because she went into work mode and started to get things going. And I had to chat to staff and I had to close the gym down and had to communicate with all our clients that we'd be closing down and working out programs to them. And, and so, you know, we sort of went into this real... Um, crisis mode or crisis uh, situation and we just had to do the best we can to get through the days and, and, and get our businesses to shift and change and communicate as much as we could and what we did was we didn't really communicate between each other so I felt very frustrated with her because as she went online and was on her computer I felt like well I have to look after the kids I have to take care of them and clean up and you know we still have our household chores or household responsibilities to do and just so those of you that you know my wife is an amazing person but she is not a cleaner I'm the cleaner I look after the house and clean it she's an amazing cook and she does that role so I guess once we were at home you know there was more pressure to get these things done because we weren't out doing our business as usual and so there was a lot of I, I felt a lot of animosity I was very angry at her and then she felt quite upset because she's like listen I'm doing the best I can I'm working and I just feel like you don't appreciate me and you know I, I felt a bit distant from her and we had to kind of come together and go listen we can't you know I'm not feeling this we need to really talk about how we're feeling and I said listen I feel like every time you're at work or working on something, I have to automatically look after the kids. And, you know, I also need a break from them. And I also have things that I need to work on. 
but it's like you're automatically in work mode before I even get a chance. She goes, I hear you, but I also feel like you're not appreciating the work that I'm doing and I'm working long hours and I'm trying to get everything up and running. And and so it was this kind of breakdown of communication. And I feel like a lot of couples right now are in a very similar situation where the dynamic is changing or has changed, you know. Maybe one both partners are not working and you're at home or one of them is working part-time or or different hours, or maybe they're still working full time and, and someone's at home. And, and so now they're expected because you're at home, you need to look after the kids or if the other person's working, you know, they're expected to do a bunch of other chores. So I think what I wanted to really bring up today is this idea or this, I wanted to invite you really to look at the communication you have with your partner right now, because if you haven't established some really great ways to communicate and how to communicate, it's easily going to turn into conflict and arguments. And I think that's a, a worse place to be when we're all locked up at home. I think even if we look at things like domestic abuse and, and domestic violence, I think a lot of that might stem from these pressures of lack of communication and um, not being able to express ourselves emotionally. And I'm saying all of it, but I definitely think there's an aspect of it. And I want to be really clear that if anybody else out there is being victimized by domestic abuse that this is that's beyond what i'm speaking about communication only works when both people are respected and you're not being respected if you're getting physically or verbally abused and if that's your scenario i highly recommend that you do your best to get some help or um, support in that because that's not what i'm talking about in this particular podcast i'm talking about communicating but communication takes respect anybody laying hands on you or or speaking to you in an abusive way is in my book unacceptable no matter what's going on you know we all have a responsibility to uh, think about our emotions or take care of our emotions and take care of ourselves so that we're good for the for the family at large and I really want to speak to guys on this podcast as I do with most of my podcasts only because I think men as as men we really suck with communication and it's often not us that's going into relationships going hey we need to communicate a little bit better or let me talk about my feelings right now it's something that women do really well and naturally and again I'm not trying to be general here and say that all women are that or all men are that um, but definitely in my experience I've seen a majority of men really suck at this and women I tend to find are a lot better at expressing themselves emotionally or wanting to communicate better. But And I think, man, we need to start upping our game. And I don't think it's fair that it's just women that should be expected to start the conversation or set up the environment for the conversation. So in this podcast, I really want to speak to the guys and maybe give you a couple of tips on how you can communicate better and or create an environment for better communication. And so... For the guys out there, number one, this is the thing that I think you should really do when it comes to communicating with your family is, and your partner is establish these ideas of communications early on in the past. If you haven't done this already, it's important for you now to sit down, pull your partner aside and, and say, listen, I want to become better at communicating. I think if we can start to be more vulnerable and admit that we suck at communicating, I think that's a, that goes a really long way. I think often us guys have this idea that maybe we need to be good at everything or, you know, well, we don't know how to communicate and that's just how things are. And I think that's a load of bullshit and I think we need to get over that. And I think we need to start to be vulnerable, sit down with our partners and go, listen, I suck at talking about how I feel and I'm going to be the bigger person right now and I want to talk to you about how I can communicate better or how I can understand you better and let's work it from there. So I think that's number one. Let's let's start to 
pull down our guard. Let's stop being assholes and let's sit down with our partners and go, let's communicate better and more freely. Number two, I think we need to be really, we need to develop how an ability to listen because communication is two-way. One person speaking and the other person listening. And I think often when communication breaks down is when we're not listening. We're not in the present moment and we're just trying to respond to our partner. We're just trying to say, yeah, but me, I'm, I'm right and you're wrong. Or yeah, but you don't understand what I went through and you don't understand what I'm going through. And I think that type of language and that type of not listening to what our partners are saying really leads to that breakdown of communications. And I think after a while, both parties just go, well, what's the point? Why should I bother communicating? Because he never listens to me anyway, or she never listens to me anyway. So I think we need to show the other person that we are listening. And I think that requires sometimes us guys shutting the fuck up for a moment and letting our partners say what they want to say without us defending. Just listen. You know, don't pretend to listen. Like, yeah, 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 I'm really listening to you. Actually look them in the eye, be present with them, and just take in what they're saying. And maybe just nod and go, yeah, I understand. I understand. Yep. And just listen and just take it all in. Stop trying to defend yourself. Stop trying to say, yeah, but you don't understand how the hard day I've had. And I want you to do this for improving the relationship. Yeah. I know maybe some of those things you don't agree with and maybe some of those things might not be true, but we just want them to let it out. The other thing I want to tell you is look at your language. Men, I think, often don't know how to start these conversations with women. And I'm going to give you a way that you can start conversations with your partner, whether it's a man or a woman, that I feel it has worked for me so many times, not just in my relationship, but with friendships and business people and business suppliers and everything. And the way I speak to them kind of goes like this. I take responsibility for my feelings and I don't try to attack that other person because anytime we feel attacked, the other person's going to fight back. So I usually come up with people and I go, listen, can I talk to you about how I'm feeling? I want to talk to you about a few things. Let's have a chat, sit down with him. And I'm going to go, so I have been feeling like this. And when you do this, it makes me feel this way. I'm not saying that it's your fault or that you're doing it on purpose, but every time you do this, it makes me feel like that. So what we're doing is we're honoring that it's our feelings that are making us feel that way. And that when this person does this particular behavior, it's making us feel this certain way. Instead of going, when you do this, you make me feel this way. We have to take responsibility for the way that we feel. We feel this way. So let's take responsibility. It also gives the other person an opportunity to go, hey, listen, I didn't mean to make you feel that way. When I was doing this, it was because of this. And I didn't realize that you you're making you feel that way. So again, it's now allowing for open communication and discussion. But if I go, you did this, you did this, naturally the person's going to want to come back and defend themselves or defend their position. And then we're not listening. We're not present. We're not trying to find a resolution. We're actually just trying to get our point across to prove that we're right. We're being attacked. So I think that's really, really important. I think, you know, finding out how to start these conversations and how to speak. Next, I think you really need to set up the right environment. So many of my guy clients go, I said to them, "Do you did you speak to your wife, for example? Oh, yeah, I did while she was cooking or while she was uh, looking after the kids or changing the kids' nappy. That's not the right time to talk. You need to honor the right communication and have the right environment. When you said, I do, if you guys are married, you know, you turned to your partner, you looked her in the eyes, you were present and you said, I do. Because those words meant something. The same thing is what you have to apply 
to your conversations that are important in your relationship. You need to have an environment where you're not distracted. There can't be kids jumping on you. You can't be in the middle of work. You can't be in the middle of changing the kids. You can't be in the middle of cooking dinner. It needs to be a moment when you're both free and present. And if you guys haven't got that right now, you need to create that. You need to create space where you are not doing stuff in separate situations that you can come together and be present and both people are not trying to do something else. So you need to ha- you need to create an environment where that happens. Secondly, you need to take the seriousness in the conversation. Look your partner in the eye, square them up, get the body language right, face them. Don't be like talking to them over your shoulder. That makes no sense. It's all these little things which are important in regular conversation. So we need to bring these aspects to our relationship. So face your partner, look her in the eyes. Maybe you can reach out and touch her hand so that she can tell that you're present and you're there in that moment with her and that you're willing to be vulnerable and you're willing to listen. So make sure the environment is conducive. Turn the TV off, you know, put your phones away. These little things are really, really important. If you can establish this in your relationship, it will it'll massively change things. And you'll allow both of you to drop into how you are feeling and allow yourself to express yourself really, really clearly. So that's definitely a must. So I hope this is making sense to you guys. And I really invite the guys listening to this to take this upon themselves to do this. I need you guys to be more proactive. We can't expect our partners to always know how to do this and how to do it well. So I think it's now time for men to to man up a little bit more in this respect and start to go, cool, I'm going to be the one that goes in and talks about it. And then in those conversations, talk about what have been the expectations and are they still the same? When me and Erica were at home, I felt like I was expected to look after the kids and she felt, well, I'm expected to build this business and grow it and do all the things. And just chat about what the expectations are and how that's making you feel and if that's really the right feeling or whether that's the right expectations. Maybe some things need to change. Once that starts to happen and you guys talk about how you're feeling and your emotions are expressed and heard, you'll be amazed at how the solutions then come straight after that. And so with me and Erica, I'm like, babe, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that I wasn't acknowledging you and the work you're doing. I also felt like you weren't acknowledging me for looking after the kids while you did that. And so we both apologized and we both said, hey, listen, if we're going to work together as a team, we need to be on the same pathway. We need to be on the same communication level. So let's express ourselves and let's talk about what needs to happen. And I'm like, awesome. So we came up with a solution. Maybe you can spend a couple of hours doing the work or explain to me what's urgent for you so that I know, cool, you're going to be spending your time working and I'll, I'll manage the kids. And then you can come up to me and say, hey, babe, I'm done now. What do you need to get done? So I can go off and do work or I can get out of the house and do a workout because that's important for me so that I can replenish and then she'll can, she can watch the kids. And then we can, you know, we're, we're working together as a team. Yeah, we're working together as a unit for the benefit of the entire family. Then we're like, okay, let's spend a few hours just with the kids. Let's play with them. Let's get some Play-Doh out. Let's get some coloring books. Let's be present with them. So trying to manage all of that. And then there's all the housework that needs to be done or, or preparing dinner or whatever the the household duties that need to be done. Let's share the responsibilities in that. Okay, you do this and I will do that, et cetera, et cetera. So then the solutions come out of it. And I can't tell you how much pressure this takes off your living environment. You'll be surprised. Like instantly me and Erica felt good. We instantly connected back again. And we instantly felt like, cool, we have each other's back and she feels appreciated in what she's doing and I feel appreciated for what I'm doing. And then we, we thrive together. You know, then we're getting new ideas and new ways that we can help each other and new ways we can help each other in business and how we can be better with the kids, et cetera, et cetera. It's funny as well because then the kids started to act much better. They, 
It's almost like as we got rid of our own animosity between us, they started to behave better. It's almost like they're reacting to our our energy or our vibration. Um, and they can sense it. They can sense when mummy and daddy are not right or when mummy and daddy are arguing or when the tone's not right. They're very aware of it. So instantly they also became calm and they also became more peaceful. And then the whole family unit was just much, much better. So I want you guys to really take this on, on board and to really look at where your relationship needs better communication. And I think it all, all of all relationships do. And I think it's something we all need to continually work on. So go back and have a look at that. I want you to really, number one, be the one that goes and makes that change. Go and approach your partner today and go, listen, let's let's have a conversation about communication and how we communicate better. Number two, I want you to start to listen. I really want you to listen and not try and defend yourself when your partner may be letting out a bit of steam or letting letting or is a bit angry at you for whatever reason. Then choose your words. Go, listen, when you do this, it makes me feel like this, or I think you're going to do this, or I'm expecting you to do this. Use language which is not attacking. Use language which is allowing yourself to be vulnerable and that takes responsibility for the way that you've been feeling. Then make sure that the environment is good. Work out how you guys are going to communicate. Okay, let's try and talk when the kids are asleep. Let's talk after dinner or carve some time out. Maybe you can do it when the kids are, uh, you know, before the kids get up in the morning. Who knows? Work out what's best for you. May have to be creative in this field, but make sure it's something you're not going to be distracted. Turn the TV off. Turn your phones off. Turn to your partner. Look her in the eyes. Hold her hands and let her know that you're present and that you're with her. All of these aspects really help communication flourish and it makes the relationship flourish. So I hope these tips and tools have inspired you to communicate with your partner better. I think this is definitely a time where we can use more and more of it. So put those into action, see how you go with them. And I wish you happiness, health, Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.